What's going on, Freak fans? Welcome to the Frequency After Show. The past and present gets even more blurry tonight, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, explain the origin of Get Your Freak On. All right, so real quick, I chose this song because I've been seeing in my TL, um, you know, people uh, people that are the fans of the, of the show being referred to as frequency fans or, or freak fans. Um, F-R-E-Q, freak fans. So that's all I kept thinking about tonight was... My freak fans, get your freak on. What? Get your freak on. I love it. Get you, get you, get you, get you. So, and I like that. I let her know, hey, you know, we call them the freak fans out here. So, you know, I want my freak fans to get they, get their freak get on their freak and make sure you check us out after the after show. That works. After the show. That works. Um, For our after show. Okay, well, what's going on, freaks? <laughs> um, <laughs> what's going on, freaks? Tonight we're discussing <laughs> episode called 7-3. I'm your lead host, Olivia Gabri, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real underscore O underscore G. All right. Thank you, Freak. Now, did you tear that yourself? Um, that t-shirt? I might have. I no, like my it. roommate actually did, but you know. I'm, I'm watching you dance like this, and he's got all that rhythm, and I'm like the white guy in the middle with has nothing, but I, I love <laughs> uh, that I'm But you've got nothing but personality. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chaos. I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me. At Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Please do reach out, say hello. And you already know, I'm Chaos J, K A O S J. You can find me on Twitter and you can find me on Instagram as Chaos underscore Oceans 31. Oh, nice. it's better than Oceans 12, better than Oceans 13 and 11. 31 flavors of waviness, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so tonight's episode was, um, we kind of steered away from the Nightingale tonight, and we focused more on Moreno as a person, and it, I, I'm surprised the way they handled this episode, because I think it's very hard to distinguish the real past from the alternative past, but they did a good job at making it clear. Did you guys feel the same? I was confused right out the gate. Like after you the were? first five minutes, I was like, I was doing something at the same time. So oh. then I had my attention pulled over, That's and then I'm like, Olivia, what just happened? And you're like, <laughs> Well, this person died. And then I'm like, Okay, so there's two timelines happening at once. All right, let's go. Uh, but You've got to pay <laughs> you missed five minutes of this sucker, and you're mm-hmm. lost. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is, is definitely uh, one of those shows, and and I think we've said it before: is if you miss a second, you might just be lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a very good job of distinguishing the timelines, and then they they even threw in little tips like, hey, like. We can't we can't pursue this lead because this lead is based off evidence that happened in a timeline that mm-hmm. technically didn't exist or didn't really happen because we just changed you know there was a shift and we just changed things. So I like the way they they, they cool. still kind of helped and gave you little things to kind of nudge you back. Like no wait, this won't work because it didn't really happen because mm-hmm. it was an alternative timeline. I mean, it was a good show, so for please, real. break I think it down for us. As an audience, it was easy to follow, but I can't imagine being in Raimi's shoes because she's trying to solve this case, but she has this whole like boatload of evidence and memories that are totally invalid because technically they never even happened. Right. But it's the same people, same motivations, same... Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those was like, uh, you know how you... Um, you see in the movies or the TV shows where you've got that one obsessed 
person that's like super overly anal and they have this whole wall that's a chart and it's got the threads and it's got all these kind of different notes and clippings. <laughs> she needs one of those to keep these timelines and these different changes straight. Because how she keeps all of that up here and it doesn't bleed into the rea- into the real life and mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, exactly, and everyone starts to think that she's crazy because she has all these hunches, as she says, but there's nothing to back it up. She, right. So she really does just look nuts. Right. And like Satch said, he says, like, you know, who, who else had those hunches was mm-hmm. was your father. And as we and see, it makes sense. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Satch, and Satch was totally unwilling to give in to any of her hunches. And, I mean, from his point of view, it does look kind of crazy, but we do see later on in the episode that There's he, a reason why he's, yeah. bucking, he's bucking everything. He drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, yeah but I oh, mean, yeah. it was very, it was, un, it's not like they admitted to him being on Stan's side. It's like, I think it could go either way. It's like he knows something or that's just his boy and he just. I think it's kind of like the conversation that Stan had with her. Where he said, you, you know what when to keep your mouth it's shut and when you know when to look away. Right. Exactly. And that's pretty much, I think, what happened with Satch. He got yep. conditioned into the dirty cop thing. Exactly. So right off the bat, we get introduced to this character, Benny Arcero. So in the actual, or Arcero, is that how you say? Arcero. Arcero. So um, in this, in the current time he just got out of jail and we find out that this was Ramey's first official arrest as an officer now this was her first arrest both in the the how can we distinguish this should we say a and b yeah the alternative pass and the pass that's valid at this very moment okay which one was which the vp (laughs) so the 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 valid pass the valid Valid pass was with moreno yeah, we're going to have to like break this down for you guys because it's kind of confusing. So with the valid pass, like the pass that matters right now, she arrested Arcaro with Moreno. No, wait. No. No, no he died. Around. He died yeah. with Moreno, and she arrested him with her dad. So okay, call... so the valid pass, she arrested him with her father. And let's call the other one the virtual pass. So we'll have VP and, oh, no. No, that's two Vs. Alternative, I alternative pass. Okay, so... <laughs> With the past, when her this was her first um, <laughs> patrol with her father, and she got a domestic violence call, and they found out that this they found this woman Gina Gina Vitali she was dead, and it turns out that she was um, abused by her boyfriend Arcaro. Now she and Moreno roll up to the, or no she and her father sorry even I'm getting confused she and her father roll up to the scene. Um, you know, they follow protocol. They get an ambulance for Gina. Gina. They go to her family. They explain what happened. Um, now, she ended up dying, right? Yeah, yeah the girl she ended dies. up dying. So they had to so, deliver, like, the bad news to her family, and it was very upsetting. But um, Ramey's father, Frank, like, reassured the family, you know, we're going to get this guy, and we're going to make everything right. And he was following exact protocol the way things are supposed to go. Now, in the alternative past, when... This remember Frank wasn't alive in the alternative past, so her first patrol was with Moreno, right? Because he was like the god of all co- of the NYPD. He Everyone was like looked the up man. to him. He was the man. I don't know why, because he's a douche, but he was. The yeah, man. I thought they were going to say something horrible, like she slept with him or something. Oh God, no! Wouldn't that please. be? Oh, <laughs> no. wouldn't that crush you? A little, I guess. Yeah. But, so <laughs> they get the same domestic violence call and they roll up, and Gina is also dead. But instead of 
following protocol, we see that he's being a little bit sketchy. He leaves it up to Raimi to do CPR and figure it all out while he's searching the cabinets and opening and closing the stove, being totally sketchy. And then he finds, like, uh, it was drugs, uh, right? Of, yeah, a brick yeah. of coke. A, brick, a quick brick of coke. A quick brick. <laughs> and she sees it, but she doesn't say anything. And um, so this time when they go and deliver the news to the family, it was very clear that Moreno was already familiar with Vit- Vitali. And it was more than just... Like, you could tell it was a very close relationship. What were you guys right. thinking at that moment? Oh, I mean, well, we already know that Stan is dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude is dirty. But um, <laughs> I knew that, I knew when he when he walked in and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know her. And then he starts searching the cabinets. I was like, okay, something's about to go down. And then you see the brick of drugs and you see him tuck it under his, under, you know, under his arm that seems normal, put right? Put it in the truck, right? Yeah. That's standard normal, you know, police put it work. In the trunk, and that's that's exactly <laughs> what you do with evidence. You just you just conceal it, and then you put it in your in your in your in the, in the cop car, and then and then you see him bring that to Vitali, you know, and he hands oh, it he off. Gave, to, he he gave him the brick him? because oh, it I had that. it because the brick was stamped with, with what scorpion. I believe was a scorpion, which is probably his, which is probably uh, Vitali. Vitaly's <laughs> signature. Right. So if that brick were found, you know, by legitimate cops that were good, then it would have it would have traced back to Vitaly. They didn't want that. So I'm guessing that there's more that, that you know somebody you know maybe Arcaro's running drugs for Vitaly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we do find out later on, but we can get to it after. But the thing that kills me is like he had no shame. He. He took the brick of jugs, saw Raimi see him, but he didn't even care to bring it up. Like, I don't know. Don't you feel like you should have addressed that right off the bat? Because how does he know that he can trust her? Well, that's what he just to... said. He said, you got to know when to keep your mouth shut and look away. He right. said, I see those great qualities. And he was intimidating her right from the beginning. Oh. What, what I thought what was interesting was just to watch the contrast of the styles between her here's if dad. her dad's with her, mm-hmm. here's if Moreno's with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Moreno? Yes. Yeah, here's with uh, Moreno's with her, and you get two uh, just polar opposite experiences. Oh, then one where the guy's saved, saved, one where the guy's shot in the head. Yeah. One with the, you know. Well, then not only that, but then you also see too where her dad's coaching her. You know, you know, go for cover. You know, do this, do that, and he's kind of coaching her, like you know, don't fire unless you absolutely have right. to. And then Moreno's kind of like better, you know, better to to you know be judged by twelve than carried by six. Mm-hmm. So like, just go in and start blasting yeah. pretty, pretty much, which is definitely not what you're supposed <laughs> to do. We see how that's general, been working right? out lately. Yeah. Just yeah. shoot first, ask later. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could just—he was already kind of just steering her, you know, in the direction that he wanted her to go. Kind of like Yoda and Darth And then Darth when they're Vader. walking and they're eating that halal on the stick. Um, you know, and he's talking about what kind of cop do you want to be? And she's like, you know, like a good cop. What else is there? And he's like, well, there's your dad. I'm like, oh, really, that dude? Yeah. Like, that's low key. Like, I'm going to throw my meat stick down. And we're gonna fight. <laughs> yeah, I said it, y'all. I'm going to throw my meat stick down <laughs> and we scrapping. You just disrespect my dead father mm-hmm. like that. Like, no, homie. But, um, yeah, so I, you know, like you said, he was intimidating her and, and kind of just kind of just nudging her. Like, look, this is how it needs to be. And, and I can understand how, because I'm low-key kind of judging Satch, but I can understand how when you go through a situation like that, where you go through training, you, you work closely with 
cops or military, you are loyal to them it's before the tribe. you're loyal to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the so tribe. it is kind of hard to see that your brothers in arms are doing something bad and be like, I'm going to report you. Mm-hmm. Ah! It's not exactly. the same. And it would be no different than if it were our family. Yeah. Like, we would see our family doing wrong, and, and granted, it, it, it wouldn't just, not that we wouldn't do the right thing, but we wouldn't just be like, I'm calling the police. Yeah, yeah. Right. We would try and figure out a way to protect them, look the other way, things like that. And especially like the position that she's in, if you think about it, like she's a rookie. This is her this is her first time out in the fields and this is supposed to be like a well respected man that's like above her and that she's supposed to look up to. But it's just kind of ironic because her dad has such a bad rap and she literally saw Moreno like pull some sneaky crap and then he has the nerve to say like oh well you could be your father or you could be right. like me and it's like right. well, what's like, what, supposed right. to mean well, well, then, then, right. then, then there is the problem what's the difference bro because mm-hmm. i just seen you do some dirt yeah like that was not standard police protocol. so the question becomes what is it to be a good cop is it somebody that keeps your mouth shut and lets people get away with things and fits into the corruption or is it being the father that did the right thing but got slammed and and uh, dirtied in the, right. the eyes of people, you know. Um, that, that that would be very tough to be in a police force if there was corruption rife like that mm-hmm. to stand up because you're going to face. It's not just the, the familial aspects of it, which is important, but it's also the backlash that you're going to get They're yeah. gonna, you from know. the inside. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. I mean, you you could find yourself with drugs planted on you or uh, in some prison exactly. someplace or shot twice in the head. Things get, like, sticky, you know? And so with... Okay, so now with the real past, um, Arcaro goes to jail and makes it to the present time. But now, since he's out of jail and, like, in a halfway house, he was found shot twice in the head. Same way. Yeah, which is extremely similar to the alternative past where he never even made it to jail when he and Moreno, like, rolled up on... When Ramey and Moreno rolled up on Arcaro, he was dead, but he was shot twice in the back of the head the same exact way. Yeah, and the difference being that when in the in the timeline where we've got the fact that he went to jail, mm-hmm. he only ended up going for eight years, mm-hmm. which pissed off the Vitalis. Yeah. Right. So, it, you know, there was the motive, you know, to... To definitely make sure that, you know, we're going to get him. Like, you're just going to get out after eight years of taking our daughter's life. But then at the same time, they still had the, also, they, there still was the motive. Because at the end of the day, her, their daughter was dead regardless. Either exactly. in, in both timelines, daughter did not make it. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they definitely had motive in both timelines. It's just a matter of, did, you know, Vitaly do it or someone mm-hmm. else? It was the it. same hit person. However it was it the down. same yeah. hit. So... Um, so this person is made it to both the past and the present and they, they had a motive and like, do you see what I mean? How it's like they were stuck, they were still around eight years later with the same exact like grief, you know, like they were still mad in the same way enough to kill our Caro. So like it can only be a certain number of people. Now, when Ramey um, and Ramey goes to visit the Vitali family, he he said, like, you know, if it wasn't for your father, I probably would have shot him, but I I didn't, and I, I don't know. I sort of believe him. Sure. I mm-hmm. kind of do believe him, and I almost think I did think that Moreno might have shot him, but I'm not sure. Like, 
we don't really know his play in this whole situation right. yet, what it, his motive could have been. But I think you're right. I think it does lend more to be, cause us to believe that it was a hitman hired by Moreno rather mm-hmm. than by Vitaly. Yeah. Go, what are you going to say? Do you think? I can agree with that, but I think that he did it for Vitaly. Sure. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I think he did it for Vitaly, and if not for Vitaly, he did it so that, you know, Arcaro wouldn't go and squeal and and reveal exactly. that... Yeah. You know, there was a connection between Vitaly oh. and Moreno, you know, given his position. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different angles with which this could go and wh- where the motives could, you know, where the motives lie for why he got killed. And to that point, it's kind of like uh, if Mar- the question is, who gets to be around? Is it is it going to be Frank or is it going to be Moreno? And if Frank's around, he's going to talk to uh, Vitaly in a way that calms him down and makes him a little bit of a better person yeah. who wouldn't have gone and killed the guy. But if Moreno's around... He's going to talk to him in a way where he's like, he's only got eight years in prison. we got to kill this M.O. He's instigating. It just says how they grow people. Just yeah. the manner that they both approached the situation and was completely different. And from yeah. Raimi's point of view, like you could see it, Moreno was like went off privately with him. Like they were both very angry, but we don't, we're slowly seeing Moreno's part in this situation, but we still don't exactly know. But I think fear plays a really big part in both of it, both situations, because it's like either Moreno was had Vitaly's back because he was in fear of, like, you know, his ass was on the line. He could easily give him up, so he has to be at Vitaly's beck and call. But it's not really his ass being on the line, and I think Vitaly's more on the beck and call of Moreno. Well, I the, see Moreno as being the kingpin here, exactly. and he just doesn't give a shit. He's kind of above things where his attitude is... But, like, is, my point being is, like, in the in the current present, it's, it's Vital, Vitaly is in fear because... Well, we saw that the um, Moreno had sealed all the records, right? But Raimi still was able to get a hold of them because right. of her father, who left them in the garage, which is kind of clever. I love how they do that. But um, <laughs> he still wasn't... Once they... Well, Raimi got the mother to give up Vitaly and give away the... Oh, wait a second. Wait, so it was, it was Vitaly that killed... That killed um, Arcaro. Because remember, the the wife gave gave her all up, gave the weapon away, gave like the whole entire You're circumstance right. and situation. I completely yeah like forgot remember about that, that yeah. tie because now yeah. we have Arcaro in jail, right? And he's he admits to the murder, but he's still not willing to give Stan up. Or we give Vitaly in jail. Vit- why? Who'd I say? Uh, Arcaro. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Arcaro's dead. Arcaro's Vitaly's dead. in jail, and for the murder of for Arcaro. the murder yeah. of Arcaro, but he's still not giving up Stan's, right. um, like St- or Moreno's point in this whole entire right. like right. situation. Right. Yeah. See, everybody, this it's so not confusing. just confusing <laughs> for you guys; it's confusing for us as well. There's so many like different avenues that you could follow. So, in the alternative past, this. Had him. This was never went any further because Arcaro died right off the bat. Right. Whereas in the current past, or in the, I guess the current past slash present, it was def. I don't know, but I feel like Vitaly like might may not have done it. Like maybe he's just a, a patsy. Like yeah. Uh, played him off. What do you What do you think? Uh, the question I have is which which timeline was better then. The one where the guy got killed earlier or the one where he had to go to jail for eight years 
go through that and then gets killed and Vitaly goes to jail for it. I mean, which one has a better outcome? Um, Sounds like the the new one did. <laughs> I guess the new yeah. one did, but yeah. my, I my big question is like, how is how is Stan Marino e- like able to make it eight years past that point without anybody catching him for being a dirty cop? Because, well, yeah. I think for one, because he's gotten to the to the rank that he is, where he's a CEO, he's a commanding officer, so he has. I mean, granted, once you're in and you start making rank, you you can get your fingers in more into more things. And I feel like now, at this point, as he kept moving up, and he probably moved up really fast, given that he was getting all the credit for a lot of the work of you know people under him, um, he was able to manipulate things a lot better. Yeah. To his advantage, so that he can conceal it, you know, and and then. You know, when he's doing it, he's able to do it to where it doesn't look suspicious. You know, oh, we need to seal these records because of, you know, because it could, you know, lead to the, you know, the harm to, you know, the, you know, the innocent witnesses or the, you know, the innocent, you know, family members or things like that. So I feel like he's got a lot of ways to manipulate the system because of his power. He's got a lot of leverage. Right. And it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, there's lots of, I mean, look at Lance Armstrong with the doping scandals and stuff. Like, I mean, this shit goes on for it's a long time. And there's so. lots of I did not want him to be guilty. Oh, <laughs> I believe that I was fighting until he went on Oprah. Just, I know we're off topic, but until Lance went on Oprah, I was debating and arguing with everybody. He didn't do it. It's a conspiracy. And then he goes on Oprah like, yeah. I did it. I'm like, oh, man. Let me down, bro. Robin Williams had that in his comedy routine. He's like, the man's got one ball, you know? And he was <laughs> like, "There's that's why he's, you know. But uh, he, I think he let down a lot of people when that yeah, came out. Yeah, pretty much, know? pretty much. So... Moving I guess it's, anyway. it's possible to get away with something for that long. Yeah. It's just kind of you just know, have crazy to be to you me. have to be very meticulous mm-hmm. and very thorough, and you have to make sure that you think of every angle. And once you think of once you sit when you sit down and you do that, it's not that hard. But you have to be on your toes. You sound very familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you <laughs> have to keep track of like a lot of lies, and you do it just lie after Almost lie to the, cover hey, another lie. And thank God there's Microsoft Word and Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can keep track. You can just it. chart it off. <laughs> I guess, but so it's it has been very clear from the beginning that Moreno was involved in the drug game mm-hmm. because that was the sting that supposedly killed Frank or like allowed Frank to move forward in his career depending on which paths you want to follow right so what do you like if you guys could dream up anything right now what do you where do you see Moreno in this Vitali Arcaro like scenario what role do you think he plays in it from the evidence that we have so far you got something if you could dream anything I up. do I think that <clears throat> Moreno's role is he's he's over he's he's keeping a he's keeping control of the drugs that are flowing in and out of his 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 area. He's he's kind of overseeing things. So he's saying, "Look, you work with me, I work with you. I'll make sure that I keep the heat off of you. You run your drugs, but you keep me in the cut. You keep me looped in. You keep, you know, keep my my bank account looking right." 
and mm-hmm. I, and and that's where I feel like that's where he's getting that's why he's involved because he's getting money out of it. Oh yeah, you know he's for getting sure. money. He's got the power. He's got the leverage, and he kind of can control things. He, you know, so uh, I mean, we've seen it before in a lot of the movies and TV shows. When you're on the when you're you're running things in your precinct, and then you've got everybody in pocket. You can control things. Yes, there's drugs on the street. You don't want to get rid of all the drugs in the street because guess what? You got bills to pay. <laughs> you got kids to put through college. So, you know, if you just keep it under control and you keep that payroll coming in, you're good. And I feel like for him, that's where he comes into play when it comes to Vitaly. Our Carol works for Vitaly. Mm-hmm. This is just me. He works for Vitaly. Um, you know, and, and let's not forget... Vitaly introduced Arcaro to his daughter. Right. You know, so then it's like, okay, cool. Like, this is a good dude. You can date my daughter and you work for me. Mm-hmm. And it was, everything was good. And then until it wasn't. Right. So, but that's, that's my uh, theory, at least on, on Moreno's involvement. Yeah, I yeah, definitely I, agree. I kind of think the same thing. I think the same thing uh, about Moreno being overlord. I kind of think, though, there's going to turn out to be somebody above Moreno. That there's going to be some crime lord or something that has even more power than Moreno. And if you think about it for a second, uh, yeah, somebody that's bought the police and they're paying them off to do these types of things. And then if you go back and you look at the Nightingale and how the Nightingale might fit into that. Remember the Nightingale's attack, attacking nurses. Mm -hmm. And, and remember the, what the, the trigger that triggered, uh, Raimi's mother being targeted was that the blood was passed to her in that one episode. So there's something that has to do with the blood, I would think. And it maybe it's test blood tests that have to do with drugs. Maybe it's something else. And the nightingale becomes a convenient way to get rid of anybody that would have evidence, uh, in regards to some other larger crime or, Ooh, I that's, like that's that. a good prediction. That's, because, man, that's deep right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I definitely see, like, I agree. I think that the nightingale has to tie into this entire scenario somehow because there's no way they would have these huma- like two huge main storylines and have them not relate at the end of the day. I mean, in real life, it would be totally possible that they were not related in any way, but I think in this... But for the sake of the show, out. I think it yeah. definitely is tied together somehow. I'm just not sure how yet. But by the way, side note, did you guys know like the mo- the new hip club in LA is called Nightingale? No, did yeah, not know it that. just opened like a week or so ago. Uh, I Whoa. know where I'm going this weekend. <laughs> Isn't that so crazy? You have, be careful they, of those killers. They right? have nurses in wet t-shirts on Friday night. Hey! So oh Sign me up. Sorry. Um, we'll go we've got to talk about Julie and Frank. So, oh, my please. God. Julie is be- like, I, she is I'm just, over Julie. She, yeah, me I'm too. so frustrated. I need with Nightingale her. to take the wheel. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> I Do your thing. feel like Frank is doing the most. He's trying to protect her, he's trying to get his family back together. And she's, she's just lame. She's just not having it at all. Oh, you know what? And she's, you know, she keeps talking about, and granted, I know that it's, we've only really begun to tap the surface of. Uh, you know, the after effects of PTSD and how they affect, you know, um, you know, troops and, and things like that. But that also, you know, goes 
right along with police officers. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in deep cover, you know, you come from a situation that he was in where PTSD is very likely. And that's probably what he's suffering from. And that's that darkness that she talked about. You know, and, yeah. And and, and and so as she's talking to him and she's, you know, and, and, and they're going through their thing and she constantly keeps blaming him for, you know, what, you know, you know, the, the you know, how things were while he was gone. I, I can't help but equate that to like, him being deployed in the military mm-hmm. and coming back and it's like, but you were gone. Mm-hmm. Like I was protecting your freedoms. But <laughs> you were just, you weren't here and I needed you to be here and right. now you're different. So I needed to <laughs> I've been the shooting people and watching people explode in front of my face. <laughs> but you just don't understand there's a darkness in you. Yes, it's called the Taliban. Mm-hmm. And I killed some oh of them. Oh my God. You know, it's like, I just... But it's so crazy because she's a nurse, so you, it, it's like kind of ironic. Yeah, you think because she'd be more understanding. You think yeah. she would be more understanding. She, yeah, she would be more in tune and say, "You know what? I think you're suffering from PTSD. Let's get this straightened out so I can get the man back that I love." Not, I don't know if I can do this. It's just, I just, I gotta protect Ramy. Yeah, right. Like, I'm over Julie. Like and, I, I hate to say it, I'm over Julie. And I, I at this point, yeah, Nightingale, do your thing, bro. Now, did you believe they were really doing uh, the homework for the class together? The... I mean, they were probably doing homework, but probably but... study partners some in the movies, he, at least. Hey, they always lead to a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, he was yeah. studying them brains out. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just saying. He was he was doing some coaching, and it wasn't about baseball. Do you, like, because I feel like she's just been looking for a way out this entire time, because, granted, we don't really know, like, their relationship in depth, but I'm a assuming like it seems like it was pretty good before you never seen any undercover. real love between them have you no but it's you it was clear that it was like a young love and it was right. probably like a genuine love and it from my understanding at this point it seems pretty strong up until the point where he did go undercover and like you said like that's his job you know and she kind of has to be understanding of that did and not hold it down for her man exactly and of course things are going to be extremely different within two years like so many things that they both have experienced contributed to who they had become and of course i'm always like team girl girl power always on their side but there's either there's like a factor that we're missing here for there like there's a reason why she just is unwilling to understand but from my point of view i think she's just creating problems because she don't want to be with them because she got a new man and she's looking for reasons to end she got some new halal in her life and she's like i don't need your meat stick anymore (laughs) bro oh my god you guys are so i found a baseball bat (laughs) yeah now um but the thing is is that uh people grow apart too and especially if two years you know, there's things that happen in people's lives mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's, it, you know, to think, I, I don't really pin it on her to have had to have had the integrity to really stay in love for the two years I he was do. gone. Um, because, I mean, it's it's shit happens, fault. you know. It's all her fault. <laughs> so which. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's life. That's part of life if people grow apart. Fair but, to say. Yeah. But I think she needs to, like, cut him a little slack. Like, I mean, like, if you're going to break bit. his heart, I think so too, like, I there's think a way to do it. He's very he's very sensitive. He's the father of your child. Like, you got to. No, well, that's when she said, you know, I will always. And he's really oh. trying, too. He's working, he's working. So working. I always love you. <laughs> See, I don't know. I think they're painting him like a very as a very nice character. Like he's loyal, he's handsome, he has a good job, he's a good dad. Like it, it's light and dark. It's light right? and dark. <laughs> Tell I would him. date him. Yeah. I don't know. Tell him. <laughs> the dark um, side versus the light side. Yeah, I know. I guess so. So at the end of at the end of 
all of this, we like Raimi has been pushing Satch about Moreno this whole entire time because she has a hunch. Her hunch is actually more than a hunch because she knows what happens in both the present and the alternative past. But Satch had just not been budging the whole entire None. time. Not at all. And and that kind of made me start thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Satch is in pocket. You he's got you, you thought that from the I've jump? been thinking that really? like I've. I've been thinking that because he, even when we would see, you know, in episodes where we would see where he was constantly fighting Frank's hunches, and granted, we can see everything, so we know that Frank's hunch is is a, it's an actual, it's based on facts, Mm -hmm. but he was still always just, and I get it, like, you always have that in partnerships where you're like, I don't know, man, I think you're crazy, (laughs) but it's like, at some point, it's like, can we be, can we both be on the same page, bro? And I don't feel like I feel like there's a lot of times where he wasn't on the same page with Frank. And then now, fast forward with Raimi, I feel like you're, you're still getting that, and you're still getting that push, that that pushback. And but I, I just feel like there's more reason for it because he's so protective of Moreno now. Mm-hmm. In terms, of, you know, don't you talk bad about Moreno? I loved it, him. Right. Like he's my man. He's well, a that's the point where I got a little suspicious. Yeah. Satch may know that Moreno had uh, Frank killed, and that could be the very reason he's trying to actually protect Raimi. That's a good point. It's possible. I still think he's showing I mean, a lot of bitch tendencies right po- now, though. That could be a possibility, but the fact that Moreno called him up and was like, keep your girl in check and like all this stuff. But that's still that, a threat. It's still I, intimidation. I guess. It is, it it, is. But it makes me see it from a different perspective. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe... Is Moreno, Satch 100% bad? No. I don't think so. Not at all. I'm thinking Moreno might have something like hanging over his head and That's giving him possible, yeah. like a reason why he has Which to. Which is no different than the other guys that were involved in the sting mm-hmm. that wouldn't talk. Because Moreno had probably, something exactly. on Exactly. And that's all you need is somebody over somebody's head, and then it's that's so it. easy to extort Just you. Just a little bit of dirt. You to whatever it is. Exactly. You know, something I, I seriously bet you that he has something on Satch, and that's it. Because Satch seemed like a true guy. Like, he was Frank's right-hand man. He let him live in his house, and he always had his back, like, friend-wise, family-wise, partner-wise. So I don't see him as being, like, a bad person. I just think he's a victim of... But that's that's one of the reasons why it is easy for Mm -hmm. corruption to last a long time is because once they've got things over your head that you're afraid of or ashamed of or could be let out in some way, then you're pretty much just screwed Mm -hmm. unless you're man enough to step up and say, yeah, I did it. Uh, Now let's bust you guys. Right. I think everybody just lives in fear of Moreno at this point. I mean, Vitaly is in fear of Moreno. Satch is most likely in fear of Moreno, but... Raimi is the only one that's not, and she's the only one that's trying to stick up to him. Raimi is a gangster. Exactly, but I wonder how that's going to play out for her character because right. Moreno's on to her. And, yeah, oh, and, yeah. And so Very much. <laughs> anybody that ever crossed him didn't end up... They didn't even end up alive. So like, bang, bang. I'm kind of concerned of how this is going to play out for her. I don't know. That's a good point. It is. I don't know. Um, so I know we already got into predictions about Moreno, but do you guys have any other additional predictions for the upcoming episodes? Uh, I, I think this is such a good show. I'll just say that because uh, there's a lot of different <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of different time shows out there and stuff like that. Yeah. But this 
because it has the elements of the crime, the crime aspects of it, as well as the, and it's so cool what they've decided to do with the running timelines that change actively, yep. which you don't see any place else really. I mean, you see little teeny, t- but you don't see two stories being right. plots being developed at the same time. Back and forth. I think that's awesome. I, I, I'd love to see that big picture come together and to find out that the Nightingale was actually killing Ooh. people as part of this larger Ooh. crime scheme. Paul, time out. Ooh, time out. I just had a moment right now. You had a... Next week. This is a chaos moment. Next week. Yeah. Aaliyah, back and forth. Back, back. Fourth oh. and fourth. I don't know. I you had like a I'm show saying, That's a hot song. Chaos is talking about. Chaos is talking about the opening song and the hey opening man, music. Hey man, I'm sorry. When it comes to you, you gotta get it out. I seriously I, thought you just had like a. What do they call it when something just dawns on you? Yeah. Of what yeah. The show I is mean, all about, but. Honestly, at this point, I mean, we we already touched on the whole Moreno thing. Um, I, I would like to find out. What's going on with Satch? Um, mm-hmm. If there is some dirt hanging over him, what is it? Um, what he knows, what he's trying to hide. Uh, I don't think we're going to get that next episode, though. Um, other than that, I don't really have much. I'm still mad about Jules. And, uh, just, Wait, do you oh, think no. that Frank's going to be able to protect her from the Nightingale? I don't want him to. Ah! <laughs> I know that is terrible, but it is TV. I don't want him to. I need Frank to find a woman, and I know that's not going to happen either. So, I, honestly, I don't think he's going to be able to simply because she's she, you know, she's still trying to separate, and she's still she's just full pulling herself further and further apart. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, the further she gets, the harder it is. And not only that, but then she's fighting him every step of the way. If he says, you know, don't wear red shoes to work, she's like, but I love these red shoes. These are my favorite red shoes. <laughs> you know, like any reason. She's she fighting can... to fight. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is what you said, which is also kind of low-key because she wants some new meat stick in her life. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, people do that. Like, oh, I'm going to come up with a reason to fight because they want to break up. She's yeah. just not good for him. So I, I feel like we're going to see that challenge because he does still love her. He does want to make sure that, you know, his child's mom, you know, doesn't get killed. So we're going to see the challenge of him trying to still protect her, even though she doesn't want anything to do with him anymore, really, uh, aside from being the co-parent. So I, I see that happening. And that's that's pretty much all I see. I don't really see anything happening with Satch. I don't think we're going to get that big reveal yet. Yeah. It's too early in the season. And... um yeah, that's it. I, I mean, that's all I have. I have a curveball for you guys. It's just Throw dawned it, up right now. So say, hypothetically speaking, that Frank does save Jules and she doesn't get killed. Oh. Now, do you remember the conversation Raimi and Frank had um, when they were eating? And it was her first shift. And he was like, you know, your mother had big dreams for you. She wanted you to be a doctor. She wanted you to be an astronaut. All this stuff. But like... Are you just doing it just because of what happened to her? What if she lived? Raimi didn't have an incentive to become a cop and she became a doctor. And now this whole entire present is like extremely different. Well, what and if she's she becomes not a nurse? Crime anymore. What if she becomes a nurse and, she gets and gets killed killed by, by the Nightingale? There's so blown. many possibilities, there right? Is. Now, do you think that we're ever going to see a timeline where Frank makes it to the present and both... Raimi and Frank are together in the present. I hope all of them make it to the present, and at the end, it's Except just like mom. a happy family, and it's over. <laughs> yeah, I think they need a new wife. But if Jules yeah. survives, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of things that are going to change. Because think of how many things changed just because Frank survived for like a 
few more years. Like he didn't right. even make it all the way to the present. Right. I think we need to sit with them on the creative meetings for the show and just spread out these ideas. So, yeah, here. Yeah. Just, let's let's just spitball some yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Any final thoughts before we wrap up tonight? Aaliyah back and forth. It's going to happen. Yeah, we'll we'll ca- we'll open it up next week. Hey, man. It's all good. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. This is one of my favorite shows out there. This is They're doing a really good job with it. I agree. Yeah. All right, freaks. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Yeah, um, we'll catch you next week. I'm your lead host, Olivia Gabri. Don't forget to follow me at the real underscore O underscore G. And Chris Howard. Reach me at Chris Howard Live on both Twitter as well as Instagram. And I'm Chaos J, K-A-O-S-J. And a special shout out to our homie Double G. We miss you tonight. And yeah, that's it. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on Instagram at chaos underscore oceans 31. Oceans, why? Because your boy's so wavy. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> All right, see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.